Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, June 6th, 2022. I'm Micah Chopoli. You have to excuse me if there are some uh, little kinks here. It's uh, because I'm on a new platform now. I'm on a platform called Call In, C A L L I N dot com. And uh, on this platform, I can take phone calls. So I can be live and also take phone calls, which of course is totally the opposite of the other platform, which is recording it. Couldn't be live, couldn't take phone calls. Now I can take phone calls. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. Uh, this is the first time I've done a hundred. This is my 135th show. So it's not my first show for those of you who haven't listened before, for those of you who are on call in. But um, this is about six months. I've been doing this since November. I do it five days a week, uh, about a half hour each show, five days a week. Um, and this is show 135. And I, I really wanted to take this where I could take phone calls. And if I can figure out how to do it and how this works eventually, hopefully that'll happen. But if you have this link, if you're listening now and you want to call in, be sure to call in and we can talk about anything you want. It doesn't have to be something I'm talking about. Although, as usual, I have plenty to talk about. But, uh, you know, I think the first thing I want to get to um, is, and you could, by the way, you can go on uh, Apple or Google Podcast or Spotify and look up and let's be heard and you can get all of my shows that I've done over the past six months, all 134 shows if you want to catch up. If you have absolutely nothing to do and your life is empty, that's something you could do. Okay, so what we're going to talk about first, I think. Uh, you know, I don't talk about sports much on this show. But uh, I wanted to talk about sports now because I think everybody watches – not everybody. But I think if, as far as – you know, I think even the casual sport fan – like I'm not a big basketball fan. I like hockey and, and, and baseball. Uh, let's go Rangers. But even the casual fan I think will look into the NBA Finals. And I've watched the NBA Finals. I watched the game tonight – last night, sorry. And, um, you know, the thing that's interesting about the NBA Finals is the most woke finals ever. Now, I don't think it's just the most woke NBA finals. I think it's the most woke finals of any sport ever that's ever existed. Because if you look at both coaches, both coaches, both the Celtics and the Warriors, they love wearing masks. I think they're the only two coaches left in the NBA that, that love wearing masks and must virtue signal. You know, the Warriors, he's got it down, the, the Warriors coach, he's got it down below his chin all the time on the sidelines, ready to, what, lift it up? To talk to a player? To talk to the ref? I don't know. I don't get it. He, I watched tonight, and he never lifted it up. He just had it below his chin for three hours. I don't get it. Steve Kerr, of course, is so bizarre. He will not have it on on the sidelines. Then he'll put it on. Then in press conferences, he'll put it on. But he'll do stand-ups. He'll do one-on-one -on -one interviews. He'll take it off. And there's no rhyme or reason. You know why? Because there's no science and logic behind it. That's why. But on top of this extra mask wokeness, we get Steve Kerr wearing a shirt to this as end gun violence or stop gun violence. Let's see what it said. Was it end gun violence or stop? End gun violence. An orange shirt that said end gun violence. Now, it, it's, it's hard to believe that that's going to end gun violence. Is wearing a shirt that says end gun violence, end gun violence? Is that, is that what it does? Does it make people go, oh, you know, I never, I never thought of that. Oh, end gun, you know, I totally agree with you. Now I now I really understand we need to end gun violence. Making this more idiotic is the fact that these are the same people. The left are the same people 
These are the same people who 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 complain about when the right says thoughts in well, when anyone says thoughts and prayers. When they say thoughts and prayers, the left goes crazy. Don't give me your thoughts and prayers. That's not good enough. That's so superficial. It doesn't mean anything. But wearing a, an orange shirt, a bright orange shirt that says end gun violence, that means something. That's not that's not meaningless virtue signaling. That's not superficial garbage. This is how hypocritical these people are. And if you listen to my show, what you're going to get when you listen to the show every night is you know, I hate hypocrisy. My The people who have been listening to the show for six months know I hate hypocrisy. And I'll always point it out. Always. If it's right or left center, I don't care. But of course, over the last two and a half years, the Democrat, the liberal left have been the biggest hypocrites, the absolute biggest hypocrites of them all. And here we are with Steve Kerr. In fact, it was tonight. It was tonight. He had a mask on. I don't know if this was before the game or after the game or both. A mask on at the podium, which is about at least 30 feet away from any reporter with his bright orange shirt that says end gun violence. His mask does nothing and his shirt does nothing. But what does it do? It makes Steve Kerr feel better. Okay, and this is what I talk about when it comes to emotion. Everything is emotion. Everything has to do with emotion now, and that's it. Common sense doesn't matter. Real common sense ideas to solve problems, nope, that doesn't matter. The only thing that matters, the only thing that matters is virtue signaling and feeling better emotionally, making some kind of an emotional statement that really makes you feel better and puts the spotlight on you. This puts the spotlight on Steve Kerr. Now, Clay Travis, who I follow, uh, on Fox and on Twitter said Steve Kerr, who demanded police be removed from schools, and he did. This was in 2020. Steve Kerr said he didn't want police in schools in Oakland. Why? Think about that. Why doesn't Steve Kerr, this virtue signaling white liberal, want cops in schools in Oakland? He said it was racist. He said it was racist to put cops in schools in Oakland to protect the schools, not just from mass shooters, but more likely in a place like Oakland, just your average garden variety criminal. Your garden variety nutcase who want who goes to school and comes to school with a gun and might want to hurt people. Your your garden variety gangster, okay? The police were going to be there to protect everybody. White, black, blue, brown, Asian didn't matter. But Steve Kerr was against that. Steve Kerr was against that. So there you go. He was against that. And of course, he's always supported soft on crime DAs. I don't see Steve Kerr, by the way, tomorrow. Tomorrow in San Francisco, huge election to get rid of Chesa Budin, the district attorney, the, 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 the soft on crime district attorney. Tomorrow, Chesa Budin, vote yes. If you're in the, if you're in San Francisco, vote yes on H to get rid of Chesa Budin. We need to get rid of these, these soft on crime DAs like Chesa Budin and George Gascon. Okay. And, but Steve Kerr, you can bet Steve Kerr has never, has never asked anyone to get rid of Chesa Budin. I'm sure he's supported Chesa Budin all the way. Does he talk about that? Does he talk about getting rid of a DA in the election that's happening tomorrow? He can talk about this. He can wear a shirt at the NBA Finals last night, two days, the game two days before this recall vote, which might help get this soft on crime DA. Maybe if we get rid of Chesa Budin, we can start to end gun violence in San Francisco. But Steve Kerr doesn't think about that, does it? Because he's a hypocrite. So doing something that's real, that's substantial, that's concrete, wearing a shirt that might say, recall Chesa Budin, if he wants to do something political. Now, if he didn't want to do anything political, he shouldn't wear these dumb shirts and masks. 
But evidently, he, we know Steve Kerr doesn't mind wading into politics. Steve Kerr doesn't mind wading into politics. He wades into politics all the time. All the time he wades into politics. So he could have worn that shirt if he really wanted to end gun violence. Recall Jezebuddin, Tuesday, June 7th, San Francisco. His city, where his team plays, where his team wins championships. But no, he's supportive. We know that because it's all baloney. It's garbage. It's garbage virtue signaling. That's what it is, garbage virtue signaling. And that's what the left is all about. And that's all they do. That's all they do. But of course, the media, the left media will never call them out on it. In fact, they'll do the opposite. You'll hear, you'll see Whoopi Goldberg on The View. You'll see Joy Bayer on The View saying, look at the, what a hero he is. Oh, look at this. He uses his power to make a, a, a statement, a, a real statement when he's actually doing absolutely nothing. Once again, real measures, real measures that would save lives. Getting rid of soft on crime DA, Shezabuddin, allowing the police in schools to fortify the schools. These things Steve Kerr's against. What is Steve Kerr for? Wearing a mask in June of 2022 and wearing an orange shirt that says end gun violence. This is why people hate the left. This is why Democrats are going to get destroyed in November. Absolutely destroyed. Once again, if you have this link, if you have this link, I sent this link out and you'd like to... Ask a question. If you'd like to talk, you may do so. If you have anything to say about Chesabudin or soft on crime liberals or Steve Kerr or the NBA finals or mask wearing, any of that stuff, be sure to call in. But like I said, the left, oh, thoughts and prayers. Don't, don't give me your thoughts and prayers. How about don't give me your orange idiotic shirts that say end gun violence, Steve? How about that? But Steve is so thick-headed. He's so thick-headed. I mean, this is common for someone in his position. You know everything, very successful in his job, can't question him. And this is the way he is with politics. But, you know, you have to realize after a while, you have to look at yourself and go, do I look like a clown with this orange shirt on that says end gun violence? Do I look like a clown? Is this really doing anything? Do people not know I want end gun violence? Do people think I want gun violence? So Steve Garst thinks to himself, if I don't wear this, do people think I'm for gun violence if I don't wear this shirt? Are people going to be afraid that I, Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, a very successful NBA team, is for gun violence if I don't wear a shirt that says end gun violence? I'm asking, Steve, if you're out there, you know, I don't think you're flying to, to Boston until later today or tonight. So why don't you call in if you want to and tell me, what, what is it? What is the idea? Why wear a shirt like that? Do you think there are people in this country who don't want to end gun violence? Do you think the people on the right love gun violence? Is that what you truly believe, Steve? Is this what the lefties believe that people on the right love gun violence? You saw that asshole Sonny Hostin on The View. Say that the, the, the Republicans are the, the party of massacres. People, she really believes this garbage, this dreck. I mean, come on, give me a break. Give me a break. They don't mind sounding like the dumbest people in the world. Sonny Hoskin is one of the dumbest people in the world. I will refer to her from time to time. Of course, everyone on The View, Sonny Hoskin, Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, all the dumbest people in the world. And look at where they are. And yet they curse this country when in no other country could morons like this make millions of dollars and be on TV five days a week and get millions of people, mostly women, 
mostly left-wing women and, and probably gay men watching them. These morons like Sonny Hostin. She believes the Republican Party is truly, is truly the party of massacres, she says, this moron. Oh, boy. Those of you who are listening in the Bay Area, in Alameda, you now know you have a, you're under a mask mandate again. You're under a mask mandate for about the eighth time. And if you don't live in California, you don't understand this. I'm not exaggerating. This is about the eighth mask mandate over the last two and a half years. Okay. But no one in the media will ask any politician in Alameda or any other shit lib county in California. Has it ended COVID? It didn't end COVID the first time. It didn't end COVID the second time. It didn't end COVID the sixth time. But the eighth time, it's going to end COVID? You idiots. You fools. As I mentioned last week, but I'll mention it again. I think I'll repeat myself because there are people who are listening for the first time and will be listening for the first time as we go through this week. These people... Don't get it. Even their own paper now. We're not talking about Fox News. We're not talking about the Babylon Bee. We're not talking about the Washington Examiner. We're talking about the New York Times now. The New York Times finally wrote two weeks ago that mask mandates were pointless. So their own paper is now writing that mask mandates are pointless. And what happens two weeks after their own paper writes mask mandates were pointless? They reinstate mask mandates again. Once again, proving this is not about science. It's not about science. It's not about health. It's not about science or health. It's simply about control. It's about control over you, control over me. They love the control. They love jerking people around. They get off on this people. They do. They get off on saying, put the mask on, take the mask off, put the mask on, take the mask off, put the mask on, take the mask off. This is all they care about. This is all they care about. You know, some people out there think I'm obsessed with masks. But the fact of the matter is the people who are obsessed with masks are the people who are still wearing them and the people who are still instituting mask mandates in June of 2022. If you don't want me to complain about it, stop doing it. Stop doing it. This psychotic obsession with things that don't work. This psychotic obsession with like voodoo Neanderthal medieval science. This obsession with the absurd. These are the people who are obsessed. The people who I still see here in San Francisco. Maybe 50% of them indoors still wearing masks. These are the obsessed psychotic mask holes. And as I've said before. When people say, well, why don't you just let them, let them do what they want? They want to wear masks for the next 12 years, 15 years. No, no, no. The point is this. No. There are three things here. One is it looks stupid. It makes me think, it makes me think I'm in an outdoor ER and I don't want to live my life in a fucking outdoor ER emergency room outside an actual emergency room. That's what it makes me feel. It makes me think of illness all the time. It makes me feel of illness all the time. Another reason Democrats like them, they want people to think of illness all the time. They want them to think they want them to be subservient to the government all the time. They want them to think the government's going to come and save them all the time. And so one, it makes me think of illness all the time, which I hate. Two, when you have so many people wearing masks, it makes it easier for the government to bring them back. 
It makes it, if, if 3% of the people are wearing masks, it makes it harder for the government to get the other 97% to start doing it again. But if 70% of people are wearing masks, it makes it much, e- much easier for the government to just bring back the mandates for the other 30%. Two, number three, what we've seen in New York, and I have people in New York who have reported this, Eli Klein, you've seen him on Twitter, you've seen him on CNN, he's a, a gallery owner in New York. These criminals are, com- are committing these crimes because they know they can wear masks now and no one's going to think anything of it. You see, in normal times, you see, in pre-Fauci times, in pre-Faucian times, if someone wore a mask, you'd say, oh, that person's up to no good. I better watch it. Maybe I got to videotape it. Maybe I got to stay away from that creep. Now, no, they blend in with all the other crazy people, with the other the crazy nonviolent people. These crazy violent people blend in and it makes it harder to recognize their faces, to catch them. So that's the worst part of this mask wearing. This may not be a problem in a city of 30 people in a little country town, but it is in Chicago and San Francisco and Los Angeles and New York where there's a lot of crime. And these criminals feel protected, emboldened and protected by the ability to wear a mask even inside a bank now or inside the subway. So there are are a multitude of reasons why I hate masks. Those are the top three. Those are the top three. And it's why if I had control, if I ran the world, if Mike Cachopoli ran the world, I'd make them illegal now. You cannot wear masks in public spaces anymore. You want to wear them in your little car like an idiot while you're driving alone. If you want to wear it in your apartment like a psychotic lunatic, feel free. But you cannot wear them in public. You cannot wear them where there are other people around. You can't, especially now with, with, you know, with these, this mass shootings, right? I mean, you're sitting in a movie theater. Every, every guy walks in, I think he's a mass shooter. They're wearing these stupid freaking huge masks, all dressed in black with stupid black masks on. It's ridiculous. It's got to end. It has to end. Once again, if you'd like to call in, don't be shy. Don't be shy. Now, I don't even know if it's, you know, once again, this is all new to me. So I thought I set this up so people could use the link and call in. This is what I thought. Of course, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm seeing myself on here. I'm seeing there are listeners. There are definitely listeners coming in, but I'm not seeing anyone calling in or trying to speak. Well, hey, look, we'll figure it out sooner or later. But um, but I love that it's live. I love that I'm on live. It feels different when you're on live. It just feels, I don't know, more alive. So what else? Are we, what else are we going to talk about? Well, look, <laughs> this. Oh, before I look, I don't want to make this too San Francisco centric. Let me just finish this up, and then I want to talk about the, the the baby shortage issue and the gas prices and Biden blaming everything on everyone else but himself. But there's a film festival here in San Francisco. It's called Frameline, and it takes place uh, every June. Well, it took place every June. But since it's, since all these cult- see all these cultural events, well, ninety nine percent of them, especially in the big cities, are run by shit libs. So they canceled all of them for two years. Now they're bringing them back. So they finally bring back this festival, and they can do a real festival. How exciting, right? A real festival for the first time in twenty twenty three years. Because June of nineteen was the last one, the last real festival. By the way, 15 days to flatten the curve. Okay, so they're bringing back this festival, yet they are demanding 
that you wear a mask during every screening. These are films. This isn't even live theater. I mean, it's dumb enough for live theater, but this, these are films. I wonder how many of you out there need to wear a mask to go to a movie theater? See, if you could call in, you could tell me. Maybe someone can call in and tell me if where they live, they have to wear a mask to a movie theater. I believe there's only one place in this country as of last week now where you have to wear a mask in movie theater. And that's okay. Ah, uh, I'll get to this. I just got a message from uh, someone who was listening and they said you have to put a phone number in to call. And that might be discouraging. Well, look, I must tell you that your phone number is secure with me. I'm not going to call you in the middle of the night. In fact, uh, it may be that you need to put in your phone number, but I don't even see the actual phone number. That That's what I'm predicting. I don't even get – it probably goes through a different system where I don't see the phone number. So don't be afraid to call in. I'm not going to call you in the middle of the night. Okay, I'm not crazy. Can't you tell I'm not crazy? Anyway, so anyway, I digress. Getting back to the film festival. So here in June of 2022, you must wear masks. Now remember – Remember something. Remember something. In a film festival, you're going to 30, 40 films. So you must wear your mask at every single screening. Every single one, you must wear your mask. Like we're back two years ago. On top of that, in order to get in to Frameline, the screenings, you must show your vaccine papers. Can you believe in San Francisco, they're still doing vaccine papers now in June of 2022? Are they doing vaccine papers in movie theaters anywhere? In fact, in most states, except maybe two in the whole country, they're not doing vaccine passports for anything, including live events. But here in San Francisco, in, in a festival run by the, the most shit lib of shit libs, the most virtue signalers of woke anti-Trump derangement, these Trump derangement syndrome shit libs, you have to not only show your mask, but you must show your vaccine papers to go into a movie. So wait a minute. So if you go to 35 screenings, you have to show your vaccine papers 35 times. 35 times. It's absolute insane. It's absolute. And as I said, the left anti-science morons will never let us get back to normal they won't stop with their Trump derangement syndrome. It's a severe, severe, severe mental illness. And, of course, here in California, we don't have a we don't have a governor like Ron DeSantis who will fine. Oh, I love Ron DeSantis. The more you listen to this show, the more you'll realize how much I love Ron DeSantis. A governor who will fine an organization if they do this shit like he did to the special olympics the special olympics wanted to have people show their vaccine papers to get into the to get in to see the events and he said well i'll just fine you 30 million dollars and they said okay no vaccine papers that's what we need that's the only way we're going to get back to normal in this country is by forcing people back to normal forcing people back into the water pushing them back into the water if you will I'm sure many of you had parents who pushed you into the water, right? Into a pool because you were too afraid to go in because you were a wimp. And they pushed you in and you swam and you loved it. And you kept on going in on your own after that. That's what we're going to have to do. We need more governors like Ron DeSantis to force people back into the water. Force people back to normal. Of course, that will never happen with Gavin Newscomb. Never happen with Newscomb. We know that. Just the opposite. He loves this stuff. He loves the control. 
He loves the Trump derangement syndrome virtue signaling. So that's my d- disgust with the Frameline Film Festival and all events in this city run by the, the, the liberal elite, the liberal elite who will not let us get back to normal, who will not let us get back to normal. It's their fault we're not back to normal. It's not a virus's fault. They're back, we're back to normal in 99% of the country. They've been back to normal in Florida for a year and a half. Not everyone's dead. Everyone's fine. The economy's thriving. More people are dying in states where they have mask mandates and vaccine passports, like New York and California, than in Texas and Florida and Arizona. So it's not about a virus. It's about control and not wanting us to get back to normal. Okay. You can see I'm very passionate. So don't be afraid to call. I'm not going to yell at you if you call in. I'm not going to yell at you. You don't have to worry about me yelling at you. Even if you disagree with me, I'll let you speak. I'll let you, I'll let you sound off. This, this really is a farm for the free and open exchange of ideas and opinions. It really is. There's no wokeness here. There's no canceling here. Yes, I might hang up on you, but that's about it. You don't need to be afraid. Okay, and in the final few minutes here, I want to talk about Biden because I'm getting tired of him blaming everything on someone else. The gas prices are Putin. The, 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 the baby shortage is we didn't see it coming. It's Abbott's fault. Hey, Abbott. Well, first of all, a couple of things with the, with the food shortage, with the baby shortage, which is horrible. 70% now, I believe, of, of, of stores don't have it. I believe it's affected 70%. So 70% less product now. It keeps on climbing. It started out like 40. Now it's 70. The Abbott plant produced 40%, 40 to 45% of baby form. How would... Only the, only a moron like Biden wouldn't see it coming when his FDA shuts his plant down, whether it was for good reasons or not. Let's say it was the best reasons. Let's say they were poisoning babies. They shut them down. They didn't know that a plant that produces almost half of the baby formula was going to cause a shortage. They didn't know this. Look, this is pure idiocy. He never sees anything coming. Remember he said he didn't see Delta coming? He didn't see Omicron coming? Meanwhile, his, the, the senile Fauci was telling him that there'd be other variants. So how did he not see it coming? His own guy, his own guy said who he trusts like Jesus Christ said there'd be more variants. And he says, we didn't see the variants coming. The guy's a total idiot. And when you don't take responsibility for, your, for what you're doing wrong, it shows you're not only a, you're a fool, you're a weak fool. And then, of course, with the with the gas with 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 the uh, inflation and the and the and the skyrocketing gas prices. Do you know there are some places here in San Francisco where it's eight dollars, nine dollars. Here in California, the average is like six fifty now. Around the country, it's almost five. And we saw this going up way before Putin invaded three months ago, three and a half months ago. The needle was going way up. It was shooting up. It would have gone to the exact same place it is now. It started shooting up. Over a year ago, well before Putin invaded Ukraine, he must think you're an idiot, but he knows his voters are idiots. 81 million of them voted for him, or at least against Trump. So why not play that card? Why not play that card? Well, we know for sure that we're going out live because I hear people, there are people here and people are, are, are sending me messages saying I can be heard, but something about the phone calls, I'll, 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 we'll talk more about this. I they have to put their phone number in and then maybe people don't want to put their phone number in. 
Look, if you call a radio station these days, if you do a call into a radio station or television station, your number comes up. They have caller ID. Your number comes up. That's the way it works. Let's not, let's not be queuing on people with the tinfoil hats on. If that's the case, if that is the case, let's, let's think about calling in tomorrow's show. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Sometimes you have to have fun in life and not worry about every little thing and be so cynical. If that's your thinking, that means you'll never call in a TV show. You'll never call in a, a, a show anywhere. you never call in the radio show. you never call into it. I mean, this is the way it is these days. It's call, this is caller ID. You know, when I was in radio in the 90s, we didn't have caller ID. I didn't know any numbers come, but now they do. Now it comes up on the computer what your number is. It's just the way it works. So call in. We can have fun. We can play off each other. We can, you know, sometimes you need to talk me off the ledge because I can't take these crazy leftists anymore. Well, I think you've gotten a taste. And we'll talk more about Biden. I mean, really, it's like, isn't it so obvious now what he's doing that he thinks his voters are so dumb he can blame things on every single other person? He can blame things on a, 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 a leader of a country thousands and thousands of miles away in a conflict that's thousands and thousands of miles away, he can think he, he can blame a virus. He can blame a natural born virus. He can blame anything he wants. He can blame Abbott. Why? First of all, why does one, this last point I wanted to make on Abbott, why, why does one company monopolize the baby food market? Why does one company, and why is this a big pharma thing? This is a food product. This should have anything to do with big pharma. We'll talk about more of my hatred of big pharma as well. But you know what? I think we're going to start to wrap up. We're going to start to wrap up. And uh, you'll notice if I have a guest on, every once in a while I'll have a guest on. And I'll do maybe more than a half hour. But I'm just talking to myself because you're too afraid to call in. I'll do about a half hour. Um, and it'll be five nights a week. Um, the times might change. You know, people, I'm thinking if I want more phone calls, I might have to do this at a better hour. An hour, more people are up. This is the this is the late night crowd, and some people are like, well, you know, they're on their pillows, they have their head on their pillow, and they're just listening to me, and they don't want to bother to call in. So we might change the hours around a little bit, but I did it this hour because this is the hour I usually tape the show. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to be consistent. All right, I wanted to be consistent, and I love nights. Nights are so peaceful, and it's so easy to talk to people, and I can have my night voice on. Anyway. Um, you've been listening to the show is called and let's be heard. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Thanks for listening. And, uh, you'll notice this tagline. If you've been listening to the show, you know, this tagline, I've been using it for uh, a few months now, but I'm going to use it at the end of every show until November, because it's very important. People, we complain a lot. I complain a lot. You complain a lot, but it's very important. So my tagline is, and always will be. Vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you tomorrow.